Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am your host and guide, L.T. Thornton, and I am joined by possibly the world's greatest co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, Steve? Whoa, what's going on, man? Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, welcome back. And guys... As always, our mission on the TalkCast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news, and nerd reviews. Whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever. We will cover it because guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. True story. So true. And guys, once again, we have a completely jam-packed show for you bunch of stuff to cover yeah we do i mean that super and bowl dropped so much on us bro we just it did. Gotta, we just gotta hit it, it all we we gotta hit, <laughs> we gotta hit it all. we gotta hit bits i don't know if it was slamming like that but we got enough from it I, I, so i mean i mean i mean <laughs> fair enough fair enough Guys, let me just give you a brief overview of some of the things we are going to talk about today. We got some early details on a cast for a Borderlands movie, the Borderlands game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is eclectic, to mm-hmm. say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got some more images and clips about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, we are still talking about <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, so we're going to go over that a little bit. Uh, we're also going to uh, talk about Ninja possibly threatening himself to quit Fortnite. Uh, he's popular streamer, possibly leaving the Fortnite game, which kind of helped him build his fame. We're going to get into that a little bit, what that possibly means. But uh, I want to start us off here today with, uh, like Steve said, we had the Super Bowl. We had a, a few... Uh, interesting commercials and clips. Uh, a really boring game on top of that, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, boring? boring I get... I, yeah. I, I, okay. All right. I'll give it. No, no, no. I mean, I'm All just right. saying, we, we literally watched a man take a team from nothing mm-hmm. to winning the Super Bowl. And if you if I feel like if you were paying attention and you watched those safeties and mm-hmm. the defense's secondary, they mm-hmm. put on the show. Oh yeah. They no, showed I, out. Their defense put on a, fa- a fantastic performance. And I get the story and everything. That was really great. It was just the first half of that game was so riddled with penalties against one team. Yeah. It was really, really hard to get into the game because I mean, literally see, I literally saw an interception taken away from a player because <laughs> yeah. of the huge number of penalties in the first half. Well, just, let me tell you, stop holding. I, I agree with that, but like, I feel like the other team was also holding and getting away with a few calls. But at the same time, okay. it's like, bro, okay. it's the Super Bowl. Don't at stop what point holding. You... Hold better. <laughs> Fair enough. But also, at some point, it's the Super Bowl. Are mm-hmm. you going to let penalties really mar the biggest game? I'm not even talking about it from the from you know the, the player standpoint. From a viewership standpoint, do you think viewers are excited because, oh, there's another folding penalty? Yeah. No, I, th- I think you're right about that. But I, but I think that... Maybe, just maybe, don't let them put hands on your quarterback like they did. All game. <laughs> maybe you'd be able to do something. Maybe you'd be, yeah. get more than nine points in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, there's a lot of things that could have happened. But, going back to our original point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a new trailer dropped. It was originally a 30-second trailer, and it said go online and view the whole thing. Right. But we got a new trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier that dropped during the Super Bowl. 
Steve, what do you think? What were your first impressions? Uh, I, I think that very first teaser trailer that we got last month mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, showed us some action pieces, but it didn't really set up why would we why we would even care about Falcon and Winter Soldier together. This one yeah. showed the buddy cop movie that Winter Soldier, that Falcon and Winter Soldier is about to be. It really yes. showcased their relationship and why it's going to be interesting. Down to them sitting with knees interlocked. That is comedy. <laughs> Having yeah. a steering contest. I mean, yeah, that's good stuff. That that I, I mean, do... as far when I say that's good stuff, I mean as far as uh, showcasing what that relationship is going to be like inside of this yeah. story. Yeah, I do get some heavy, heavy. Lethal Weapon vibes yeah. when I watched that trailer. Uh, and yeah, I, I do think there was a lot of setup. There's a lot of action. Uh, but they're not showcasing a lot of like the character stuff. And they they haven't showed anything about uh, U.S. Agent at no, all. No. So they're, they're playing a lot of things close to the chest. It just worries me because... You know, I'm I'm the biggest Captain America fan in the world, and I'm also huge fans of you know Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just feel like there's there's an element, there's something missing from the trailers we've seen for this show so far that's not really selling the concept, I guess. And and like I said, they're leaning heavy into the action. I think I saw something today that it got like a. Maybe a PG-13 rating or something, I think. It, it got one of the more mature ratings in the Marvel Universe, or in the MCU. Well, let me ask so, you this. Do you feel like it's, at this point, it's too bland, or you just don't see why? It feels a little too bland. We don't really know anything about the plot. And I get that. Like They're doing that because... They're trying to sell it on the action so that they're not revealing some of the twists and turns that this series is going to take. They're just hoping that they can sell it on the characters, right? And, right. oh, here's Zemo. Oh, he's going to have a mask. Oh, here's Sharon Carter. Oh, here's the back of U.S. Agent. You know, they're they're going in on a bunch of this stuff, but we really don't know anything. And part of that is exciting, but part of me worries that a lot of people may not be hooked enough to check this out because mm. of that. I feel like WandaVision had a very solid hook because, hey, look, look at these sitcoms, blah, 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 reel in. You want to see recreations of all these different sitcom eras? Yeah. Come on in. Like, that's kind of how the advertising worked. But this one feels a little more, I don't know. It's hard to put my finger on what I feel is missing from it. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think I, I recently... Uh, saw a conversation with someone and they referred to WandaVision as the two least like Avengers in a TV, in like two, two hour movies. And, and I, I will, I will kind of agree with that as far as the two hour movies go. I think you and I had a conversation about that, not on this Mm -hmm. cast, just about how they're kind of framing that. And I would kind of agree with that. But as far as the least liked Avengers or least cared about Avengers, I don't know. I I think that maybe, just maybe, just maybe, hear me out, I think Falcon might be one of those least cared about Avengers as far as it stands right now. But I do hope that it elevates those characters. That's my hope. Right. And so look at how these characters are positioned in these movies, right? So Wanda and Vision are side characters, maybe got... 10 15 to 20 minutes of screen time per movie they were in same with falcon you know he's he's a side he's he's basically a sidekick the sidekick the sidekick right winter soldier has a little bit more shine because he was the literal antagonist of a movie right uh turned into a um a sympathetic character but that's the beauty of of doing some of these side stories. You get to flesh out these characters, what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. I 
and this isn't a spoiler or anything for WandaVision. Uh, we will definitely talk about that once it's over because, whoa, that show. Whoa, my but goodness. I care so much more about the Scarlet Witch yeah. in WandaVision than I even do in the comics. Because even the comics um, and what they did with Wanda, it was really ham-fisted in the way that it was done. And it really... While the comics really upped the scale of Wanda's powers and, you know, the traumas that she had been through, it never got to that, like, really personal kind of level. But what they're doing with WandaVision is really kind of breaking down, uh, both in your face and in the background, what is going on with Wanda and what breaks her down. Mm -hmm. And it's just some really great work. Yeah. And and even by proxy, what they're doing with Vision. Vision's like the B character, but Paul Bettany's doing some of the best acting possible on that show. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you, it, I, it's more like a character study that we would see in uh, like a stand, like we saw in the standalone Iron Man. We got to know that character by yeah. his or from his uh, from his standalone movies. Same with all the other characters, but more specifically Iron Man, because we didn't know what we were getting into in the beginning. We didn't know if it was going to be good, bad, ugly. We had no idea. But then Mm -hmm. came a C-level character out of a Marvel comic book that was basically designed to sell Marvel toys, and it took off. And I think that they learned from that in the sense that we're going to build characters and put right. them in these awesome stories instead of exactly. trying to kind of ham fist and shove everything in your face. Right. They're going to take their time. And I think Disney Plus is doing a great job of that. Because oh, yeah. they have I enough mean, time and enough space to let that happen. Yes. I. So what I foresee Sam Wilson's arc being in Falcon and a Winter Soldier is that he has to... He, he's dealing with the weight of Captain America's mantle, right? He obviously does not feel like he should take it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel like he deserves it. You know, there's societal things. There's personal things. You know, I, I think we're going to expand more on him, how he, you know, where he grew up, how he grew up, his family, stuff like that. But I think just, I think we're going to see him growing to accept the mantle because I, I think there's no doubt in my mind the series ends with him being Captain America. Mm. Um, that was going to be my next question for you. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I think there's no doubt in my mind he becomes Captain America. Um, but how does he grow to accept that? And simultaneously, like the whole series is selling us on that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. How he as a character grows to accept it. And how he grows to be the action person worthy of being a Captain America and not just, hey, that's Falcon. He's flying around in the background. It's really showcasing and spotlighting uh, his skill set and even like his mind for some of this stuff, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure some of what his strategy or how his kind of looseness kind of plays with Winter Soldier. And I think also Winter Soldier's arc is, you know, overcoming his past and all the trauma he's been through. And I think, you know, he's kind of living up to that idea as well. But from his own path, like he doesn't want to be Captain America. He wants to be, you know the best winter soldier he wants to be whole for his because he is fragmented and i think with that with the reveal that it's going to be helmet uh helmet zemo as Mm -hmm. a villain main villain Mm -hmm. a villain Mm -hmm. i think that that is uh pretty telling in the direction that we're going to go for winter soldier's character this for this season now is this going to be one of those event series that they've that they've talked about or is this going to be something that we continue both WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier are event series because I don't see WandaVision getting season two. I don't either. I don't either. And Kevin Feige's already explained Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be like a six-hour movie. So okay. it's going to be one-hour episodes broken up into six parts, gotcha. which is great because um, I think the hard thing about WandaVision being the 30 minutes is that it's just over so fast. 
Mm-hmm. Um, before they get to kind of ramp up and get into like some of the later stuff, whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you get those hour long kind of arcs to kind of break down some of this stuff, and it's not going to overstay its welcome because six one hours is not bad. No, no, that's that's actually um, pretty great. I think with I th- I think it fits what the 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 time the the screen time of uh WandaVision. I think it fits that half hour because we are talking about sitcoms. Right. I yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh and and just kind of how they've broken it up and how things are kind of going. Again, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers, so mm-hmm. I kind of edit self edited there like three times. But I, I like what it's they're tough. doing and how they're kind of it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It is. I mean, how are we not supposed to talk about that? You could they put us in a really weird position to where we're trying yeah. to we want to, to kind of keep it and recap everything. But Disney Plus just yeah. keeps knocking it out of the park. So yeah. I, I don't th- and, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like this show. I want to speak to that, too, a little bit, because um, I know that I've heard a lot of criticism about the show, you know, not wanting to to do this week to week and just being like, this should have just been binged or this should have been a two hour movie. Well, you kind of have to admire what Disney's done because they've taken these half hour concepts and they've managed to sell each episode individually based on on what's happened the previous week because you're taking these 30 minute episodes and it's all people are talking about for an entire week up until the next episode if you binged all this in one week we would talk about it for two weeks and we'd be done with we'd it. be done this is exactly the conversation i had with my son who after episode two he said well i'm just gonna wait till it's all over i'm like that's not why yeah. they did this yeah, they, right. did, they didn't make this for you to binge. The same with The Mandalorian. Right. They did right. this on purpose. So for those folks that want to say that they want their the whole series right now, this is mm-hmm. part of the series, is making you yes. wait. It's making you think and making you talk about it. After what happened in that last episode, I yes. need the time <laughs> to kind of sit back and feel feel mm-hmm. what that means for the entire MCU. Right. And that also makes it difficult to wait to binge, right? Because uh, I know the anticipation is so very hard. Because I do admit, this show is going to be great when you sit down and binge it. I actually plan on, after we watch the last episode, sitting down and watching the whole thing, whole thing through in like one sitting. Because I really think... Just kind of the way it's structured and how it flows, it flows very naturally together. Uh, I've even gone back and watched the first three or four episodes back to back and was just like, this just flows right into each other very naturally. I cannot wait until the end of this to binge it, primarily because something will get spoiled for me. Mm. If you spend any time of, uh, uh, any amount of time anywhere on the internet, you're going to see something about this show pop up. And I don't know why you want to wait for that for yourself. Like, what is so important that's happening on a Friday or that weekend that you can't take 30 minutes out of your time to watch this show if you're a fan of it? And if you're no longer a fan of things after Endgame, that's okay, too. Like, if you're like, I don't want to continue with this stuff, right. that's okay. Endgame was literally a stopping point if you wanted to get off the ride. Yeah. If you want to keep going, though... You've got some interesting bits coming up for you in the future. That's all I can say. Yeah, I feel like Endgame was that, right? So for some people, the the end of Tony Stark, the end of Chris Evans' Captain America, the end of some of the relationships that we had, uh, and unfortunately the end of uh, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, that's all done. And some of the heroes as we know them, uh, like Wanda are going to take a very different look in the next phase. Yes. So, I get being done. I do. Yeah. I'm just not ready. I'm just, I'm ready. I'm, I don't want to stop. Oh. Can't stop. It's, 
Won't stop. What it's going to be take in the that, next take that. three or four years is completely mind-boggling. I don't even know if you can look at these as phases anymore because it just seems like it's just this natural progression of releases and character work and stories that are going to be coming out mm -hmm. and really shining a spotlight on characters that get... They don't even get love in the comics, really, right, in some cases. Like, I can't think of the last time I read a straight-up War Machine comic. Mm -hmm. I, think the, I think I own a War Machine comic from the 80s or something. And you're going to give him an entire Disney Plus show. That's insane. That is insane. <laughs> and the more obscure things become, the less mm -hmm. I know about them. You know, uh, like the Eternals, I really don't know anything about that. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shang Chi, I really well, there's a I know a little bit about that, but not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it certainly wasn't on the top of anybody's bookery fantasy list to make sure I get all the new. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It, that just wasn't. That just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but I did like this trailer, but I was slightly underwhelmed by it. So I guess that's kind of where I'll land on it. It was a, okay. uh, it was a little bit of a, <laughs> what what can I say? It's a little Cuba Gooding Jr. for yeah. me. Okay, it's a little bit. I could see okay. that. I could see that. I wouldn't say it was. I mean, it was fun, right? I mean, if we're if we're judging yeah. trailers, yeah. it was fun, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s fun. He's fun. He can be in, fun. In doses. He can in be doses. Right. He can be he, fun. He has the capacity for fun. I just want them to show me the money. See, okay. See well, we're, I did. See what I did and there? I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our okay. next story. So. <laughs> All right. Okay, all right. Uh, so we got a. Uh, <laughs> you are so pleased with yourself. I am, I am. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so. We got a story. I'm going to say it with straight face this time. We got a story. Um, I guess the streamer Ninja, I guess his real name is uh, Tyler Blevins. Blevins? Hopefully I'm not butchering that. Uh, also known as Ninja. Really popular streamer. Uh, he kind of stepped away from Fortnite for a little while. I think he was playing a game called... Ooh, I'm trying to look through my notes here. Da, 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 da. What is it? I can't find the name of the game that he's been... Oh, Valorant. Valorant. Yeah. I've never heard of that either, but that's, I guess, what he's been playing. He, uh, I guess, decided to come back to Fortnite. Uh, and I guess he was being, quote, stream sniped uh, for several games in a row. Um, and I guess what that means is some of these... Some of the kids he was playing with, or, or whoever was in his game of Fortnite, uh, they were picking on him, or they were uh, they were they were killing him, his character in the game, uh, and they were looking where I guess he was located because they were following his stream or something, and you know taunting and and whatever. Generally, he was generally getting, ruining his stream. Effectively, yes. when he's trying, and he does this for money. Let's not forget that. Yeah, like he, yeah. He plays. He, he makes a lot of money yeah. off of playing, streaming, and games like Fortnite. Mm -hmm. He makes a lot of money, a lot of money. Let me reiterate, a lot of money. So he has been getting, uh, or he was getting, uh, kind of raked over the coals with these. Uh, with these other streamer or with these other kids playing this game, and I guess he went on a tirade. He's threatening to quit Fortnite forever because, uh, you know, it's just something about Fortnite and its popularity. So yeah, I didn't know what you thought about that. So well, it's kind listen, of a brief overview. Um, 
You remember you remember back in the day mm-hmm. on the Xbox 360 when we didn't mm-hmm. have really the ability to stream or yes. or anything like that and when you would log on to Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> and just get cussed all the way up and down by an 11-year-old yeah, yeah. Oh, now you're in your feelings? I mean, what? I understand it's messing up his money. And by the way, he makes like, what is it, $600,000 a month from Twitch? Uh, that's probably a, a Which is ballpark. insane. Yeah. But that's what the community is or was. Uh, now, now they've got all this really high respect for all these Twitch streamers. Who are literally nothing more than the eleven-year-olds that were playing Modern Warfare <laughs> Two ten years ago, and now they want to whine about it? You built this. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit devil's advocate sure. and, and and try not to uh, go with the old head take because I, I I can't largely agree with you because you know that is the that is the community. That is what it is, you know. It's a lot of online trolls, especially with shooters. I mean, yeah. me personally, I don't even play first-person shooters anymore because shooter, like, online fan bases is usually so gross and toxic online. It's not even fun to play. You start getting private messages from people that are, Stop camping, you loser, yeah. and all this other stuff. Or worse. It just... Or yeah, I, or, or I have lot. never even heard some of the racial slurs that I heard playing Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> I'd never heard them before, and I was thirty. <laughs> yeah, it uh, some stuff definitely comes out of people's mouths when they're playing games, and they have that semblance of anonymity. But I do want to play a little bit Devil's Advocate sure. because. You know, I'm I'm definitely sure. I think there's a level of, you know, he's played Fortnite for so long. He's probably kind of done with it anyway. Mm. You know, uh, and no matter where you go online, you're going to encounter these types of people that are playing, right? Whether they're 11 or whether they're 45. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't know why it just took me back to like. When I was playing the game Dead or Alive 3 on Xbox against my friend Aaron uh, years and years ago. And we we didn't say anything to each other. But you get so into it and then you kind of almost literally get into a real fight. because, <laughs> because Been of- there a million times. My... <laughs> My uh, my brother, my one of my best friends, uh, yeah. my best friend for the longest time. Uh, I'm 44 now. We met when we were 14. Uh, I feel like trolling has always been there. Yeah. Right. And this is in days yeah. of the Super Nintendo, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Um, I I was punched several times. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was punched several times, and it was because I would run my mouth to the point where he couldn't play the game anymore. Yep. And then you know, he would choose violence. <laughs> I choose violence. <laughs> so my my point is this: you are making over six hundred thousand dollars a month. Deal with it. Let me let, let me yeah. let me tell you why you should deal with it. And at that level, right? At that level, mm-hmm. let's 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 liken this to maybe a stand-up comedian, right? Yeah. Who goes into a venue and does his set. Mm-hmm. It may be interrupted, probably has been interrupted a million times by a heckler who is the troll. Right? Yes. Yes. Sharpen your skills to deal with that. 
Yeah. Stop whining and keep pushing. Now, I'm not on the <laughs> level of Ninja. So I can quit all day. But if you're yeah. making 600000 a month, you better be pre- prepared for some hecklers. You know what? That might be some of the old head kind of sneaking in the head. Because I don't know how old he is, but at some point, stuff just gets old, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give how you much, that. How much uh, abuse can I be taking? And the, I don't even know if these kids are really saying anything to him, but they're definitely like... Targeting Specifically him. targeting yeah. him in the game. It's yeah. like, hey, we know where he is because he's literally streaming this online right now. On, And I can see this on my phone where mm-hmm. he is. Let's get together and go kill Ninja for the lulls and then screenshot it, put it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mess up his whole stream. You know, that's yeah. and that's and that's the thing. So uh, I guess I can see said. it both ways and I can see yeah. being done with something. But look, here's I'm not I'm not worried about Ninja. In this yeah. scenario, I think we should probably be worried about Fortnite. If he's got a million plus, 12 million, 15 million followers, and he yeah. decides to go with another game, then Fortnite is pretty much done, I would imagine, except for those yeah. those uh, lower-level streamers. I don't want to say lower-level. I mean, if you're making $100,000, $5,000 a month, good yeah. for you. But I'm just saying that if somebody that's making $600,000 a month streaming Fortnite leaves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fortnite might have a problem. <clears throat> but I feel like that also is kind of crappy because it kind of forces their hand into yeah. banning these players that are literally just coordinating and playing a game the way they want to play it. Right. No, it's, it definitely could set a dangerous precedent. Uh, so we'll see what Fortnite yeah. decides they want to do about that I, epic game. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mad that we had to talk about Fortnite. Uh, you know, it, it's a section. It of, is. Uh, it is. We talked about that right before. Like, you know, people, I mean, it's a thing. It's have you played still it? A thing. Have you ever played it? I have never played it. Mm. My kids it got me. My kids got me hit to it a couple years ago. I mean, before it got like all the Marvel characters and stuff in it, before all that. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. fun. But I don't... Yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't the know. The concept looks really fun. Yeah. And part of me is like, oh, I want to, but also it kind of has that same shooter aspect of... Yeah. You know, and it's like kind of diving back into that same kind of community, and I just kind of avoided it for that reason. I get that. But, uh, and also to your other point, uh, Ninja himself even mentioned that if he left Fortnite, it would probably damage uh, the game's popularity. Mm. So we will see. We will see. Uh, but you know, we, we've. It sounds like we've been kind of avoiding it, but we got to get to our next story no. here. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. We got some new images of. The Joker in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and we got a clip, uh, a new clip of Steppenwolf, uh, the villain of Justice League, uh, fighting some Amazons, and I believe it was also revealed that Zack Snyder's Justice League will officially be R-rated, so it's going to be violent and probably have lots of angry cuss words, but... I want to start with this uh, Joker image because there's a few things that that's kind of highlighted here. Uh, one, he has none of his tattoos. Right. Uh, two, Snyder mentioned that this is probably part of an extended nightmare sequence, which I'm confused by because I thought the nightmare sequence was in... Batman v Superman. V Superman, so, that's right. Uh, he basically fit this scene in this movie. And he even said in the interview that he fitted in the movie because he just didn't think it was right that Jared Leto's Joker and Ben Affleck's Batman never had a chance to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And that Joker is basically going to be waxing poetic about what Batman is. He also left a really weird detail, which is Joker's also wearing a bulletproof vest 
that's filled with the badges of cops he's, he's killed. I'm like, what? That, why do we have that information? We don't need that. I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit fatiguing, like coming back to, to covering the, the Zack Snyder Justice League stuff mm-hmm. because a lot of it doesn't feel really consequential. Right. I'm ready for it to come out. I really don't want to have poor opinions of it going into it. Um, but it just feels like the more information that comes out, it's a little more off-putting, I guess. I don't know if I wanted a rated R Justice League movie. Mm. Well, I can't even... Let me tell you this. In preparation for this movie coming out, I watched the Justice League movie on HBO Max on Sunday. And okay. I had a better experience watching it this time than I, than the first time when I saw it in the theater. Um, because I think I built it up in my head in the most negative way. And yeah. To the point where I actually enjoyed the majority of this movie. Now, That's not that bad. No. It's really not. Well, in my head, for whatever reason, it was the worst thing to ever come to a, <laughs> a big screen. So I watched this on Sunday. The I'll tell you I'll tell you what was weird, right? Were some of the set pieces. I mean, some of them were yeah. really bland and didn't really make a whole lot of sense, like the the hellscape kind of feel of that last scene and then the and then the the, the aqueduct with the crawling bat machine thing. I mean, it's just kind of weird. Like I it felt kind of shoehorned in, but still looked pretty cool. And uh, I think one of the highlights that people kind of sleep on um, was Jason Momoa's Aquaman in this movie. I yeah. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed yeah. that. I you know more power to him. Just keep that going. And even the kind of snarky Bruce Wayne that Ben Affleck oh. portrayed, kind of like that too. I kind of like that too. People, I was not a big fan. I of see the Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne. Mm, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that popped up. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. But I mean, now watching this movie, where's all this crap going to go? <laughs> where's it going to go, and why? We're gonna see. I mean. We've been hyping this thing up for weeks right. and weeks and months and months now. But I'm talking about We're, two more hours. We're essentially getting another movie. Yes. So I guess you could you could say, well, it, there's going to be so much that it's going to feel like there's a whole something else going on, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if they try to piece it together, I think it's going to, man, I don't, I think it's going to look like a mess. I don't know where you would put a Joker in this movie. I don't know where you put a Martian Manhunter in this movie. What? Where does that go? You know what? We're going to get a lot of information. And <laughs> we're going to see how it plays out. Yeah. Again, I'm trying to remain optimistic. Uh, the Joker stuff, uh, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Jared Leto's Joker. But maybe he pulls it back around with this performance. It seems like he's, he's going to have more speaking lines in this one scene that he did entire, the entirety of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see. We're going to see real soon. Yeah. I mean, that's coming up, what, uh, March 18th? Yeah. Yeah, March 18th. That's right around the corner, man. I'm just glad his forehead does not say damaged anymore, mm. even though it doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint. Uh, why the Joker would have no tattoos? Airbrushed on. I don't. Why? Man, I don't know. <laughs> why are we doing any of it? Why are we doing any of it? We can't. We can't just single out one thing and be like, "Well, why doesn't he have any tattoos? Why any of this?" Because we have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just. Apparently, I can't watch this movie with my kids around, though. So I'm gonna have to figure out some late night yeah. time to watch Four Hour Justice League. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my kids go to bed at nine, so I guess I'm just gonna have to boop, turn it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, we'll we'll see how. And that then just out. be disappointed at one a.m. 
Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah. Let's hope not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, our last story here. Uh, we got some cast news for a Borderlands movie that's coming out. Borderlands is going to be directed by Eli Roth, which, you know, interesting. Uh, and it came out a couple weeks ago, and I don't think we got to cover it on here, but Kevin Hart is going to be playing Roland in the Borderlands movie, which is already kind of, huh? But on top of that, we got Kate Blanchett playing Lilith, and what I believe was announced either today or a few days ago, Jamie Lee Curtis is playing Tannis. What is this movie? <laughs> First of all, I, it, that, that's just weird to me. For The choice of Eli Roth in a post-apocalyptic movie is not strange. But then when you oh, it's not post-apocalyptic. Borderlands is on a different planet. Okay, okay. Well, it feel it feels more like a Mad Max setting. I've only I've played the it, first two Borderlands games, and you're right, it is on a different planet. I understand that, but it it feels like a post-apocalyptic yeah. scenario. Um, no, yeah, I mean you're right about the scenario. It's just yeah, it's um, the choices are interesting. Yeah, uh, I. I don't know. I don't know why you would cast a Kevin Hart as Roland, who 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 in the games is more like a military-minded, artillery-carrying hero, antagonist or protagonist. Uh, yeah. Lilith, played by Kate Blanchett, is more of a a mystic and kind of like a like a I don't know, like a black magic or dark art. Kind of thing, and I don't. What was that third one? Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. is Tannis. Who's Tannis? I do not know. All right, <laughs> that's fine. And I, I and I bet it's I bet it will be some kind of. I don't remember Tannis. If somebody can set us straight after the show, that would be great. But I I don't know. Maybe maybe a villain of some kind, and maybe it's just Kate Blanchett and Kate Blanchett's think... Lilith and Roland uh, with Kevin Hart. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Not sure. Well, I mean, Eli Roth is not a horrible choice for director, right. but I, I, I just don't know what that's about. Now, some of the cool things from the Borderland game was so what makes Borderlands Borderlands, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was advancing your character by getting loot. That was yeah. the fun part. You yeah. could get. Uh, the same gun five times and have that weapon be completely different each time and be yeah. better or worse just depending on what was going on with that weapon. And that's what made it fun and replayable. Why this? What is it? Well, I think they're actually going to be going for the vault. In Which makes sense. This movie. That was on the first yeah. game. So it seems like looting and some of the kind of craziness and the wackiness of the universe is going to be playing a factor. Uh, I just don't know. I mean, the cast is so eclectic. The, the The only way I can kind of describe this is, and maybe this is kind of signaling something, but like... As eclectic of a cast this is, it kind of reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy in a little way. Oh, man. Because that class was all over the yeah. place. Yeah, I didn't think but about that. But it just that. worked. Yeah. Well, so, we all know how not, I felt Not that, that I'm comparing this movie to Guardians, but, you know, it's just do all these things kind of mix together and become something amazing, or mm -hmm. am I just kind of reaching here? I don't know. I think I think that we've all seen the bad video game app adaptations, you know. Yes, sir. Um, not they're not they're mostly not successful in adapting yes. the feel and tone from the video game to the screen because of the content. The storyline mm -hmm. is one thing; how you play it and the routes you take. 
are is the other part to a video game. Yeah. And if it's just linear, it takes some of that fun out. So yeah. I that seems like a really big game or big a big game to translate into a two ish hour movie. Yeah. It took me a long time because I was having so much fun uh, playing the two Borderlands games to to even get to the main story or even care about what the story was. In the first Borderlands, I don't even think I cared. I remember the vault at the end, but I didn't... That was that was so... the least important thing in the game. Yeah. How are they going to make us feel like we did when we played Borderlands? I don't know. I don't know how they pulled that off. Uh... It, this is going to be a story that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the the rest of the cast, um, you know, I'm really kind of eyeballing that first trailer. Yeah. Uh, to see what they're talking about. What studio here, is but, this? Uh, you know? I'm unsure. See. Yeah, I'll have to look that up later. I'm just wondering if it's that same uh, studio that does, like, Resident Evil movies. Uh, Monster oh, no, Hunter. No, no, no. no, no. Eli Roth and and Kate Blanchett is not doing a uh, Monster Hunter yeah. style movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird, man. Yeah, that's weird. Kate Blanchett, that's what. And that listen, it, it, I'm on IMDb right now, and that's really the only three casting announcements they have. Yeah, weird, and man. Jamie Lee Curtis is a gamer, so she she actually might have. A uh, some insight into the world and the universe, and she might actually be invested. She could have asked to be uh, in the movie, for all we know. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that when the Warcraft movie came out, she showed up to the premiere cosplaying as an orc. Man. Like, that's how... That's how. That's legit. where she's at. That's where she is. That's nice. <laughs> so, that's nice. Shout out to Jamie Lee that's Curtis. That's kind of dope. I had no idea. Yeah. That well, Jamie Lee Curtis is about that life. That's that's a, that's some redemption <laughs> right there. I kind of like that. Hell yeah. Uh, oh hell yeah. Um, I I guess I'm also interested to see. I mean, because those the, both those games, the only two that I played, had huge amounts of expansion that went with them, and just added so much fun. And I remember one of those Borderlands or Borderlands Two had this like nightmare expansion around Halloween and it was yeah. so much fun. Like you had to fight werewolves and Frankenstein and that just made it so much fun. I just, I can't see a movie taking me there like that. I mean, again, we'll have to see, we'll have to see what kind of vibe it's going for. We'll have to see if it even stays true to the Borderlands concept, honestly. Yeah. I remember, I remember with Borderlands, didn't you, you had two, I remember talking to you about the second one, maybe, and you taking Roland because it, there was like some weapon that you got or his special ability that had like a huge yeah. tank or something like that. And that was turret. fun. Yeah, it was a turret. Yeah, and that was fun, right? But if they take mm -hmm. it out of there, I don't know why. Why is this fun? We're gonna have to see. Jumanji. I, mean, that's a, I, I keep. Jumanji hey, is what it is. I like Jumanji, but I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever. The recent Jumanji? Yeah, like the newest ones. Yeah. I mean, it's called whatever, but I mean, yeah. did, do we need it? And can we do better 720p? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're going to find out. Yeah, we are. We are. You're right. <laughs> You're right. All right, Steve, I got to get into my last concept here for you. This is uh, the last bit for our show, and it's just a question for you. It's just a question. Okay. Do you think James Bond is a good spy? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I ran it through my head, and he's got the gadgets. He's got the, the kind of suaveness. You know, he gets in and out of situations, but then I'm like, does that make a good spy like a like a government agent spy like this is um so my initial thought was yeah he's a good spy but you just said something he gets okay. in and out of things 
Do good spies get captured like that? No. And no. only get released because of some villain's long ass narrative? Like that's the only way they can free themselves? Yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, that's not what good spies do, bro. No, no, no. I I feel like uh, I don't get put on a table with a laser slowly coming to cut me in half. No, no. If you're a good spy, you don't. Let me tell you. If I'm a good spy, I'm in and out, and no one knew I was there to begin with. And, and, if you're a good spy, does everybody know your name? No. Okay. Okay. That might hurt I'm actually, people. I mean, I'm just now thinking about it. I mean, that's not. It's <laughs> not a good spy. I'm a little role. upset at. I'm a little upset at Skyfall too. I haven't seen the last, I think, two James Bond movies, mm-hmm. but I'm a little upset at Skyfall because it confirmed that hey, James Bond is his real ass name. Yeah, that's his name. Why are you using your real yeah. name? Sir? And if you're James Bond and you are supposed to be the world's number one spy, how do people find your parents' house, bro? Yeah, like, that's a problem, actually. <laughs> actually, it is. Actually, it is. I mean, not... And if you're a spy, I feel like... Now, we all... You've seen a lot of James Bond movies, and I have, too. I grew up mm-hmm. with them, just like everybody yeah, else me did. Too. Yeah, Uh He always is in trouble for not doing what he's supposed to do. Yes. So... I mean, that's just not reliable for the agency to count on. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's like, what I'm bro, saying. Where is James? Well, he ain't where he's supposed oh, he, to be. Uh, he's probably captured he's, uh, again. <laughs> he's fighting in a submarine. That is not what we told him to do. <laughs> we at told all. him to stay where he was supposed to be. And yeah, how is he he's keep... supposed to be getting intelligence about the Russians. Was he fighting in an underground or in a submarine? Uh, right. <laughs> Also, here's, the, here's something I just thought about. Uh, you know, James Bond, you know, he comes up to the bar. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a martini. Shaken, not stirred. Sir, are you supposed to be drinking right now? <laughs> no, you're not. You are working, <laughs> sir. You are on the job, sir. There are literally people's lives in your hand. I cannot have you inebriated. Uh, then you immediately get behind the wheel of an Aston Martin. Sir. <laughs> with with missiles. <laughs> with missiles. Yes. And he always destroys the Aston Martin. Oh, listen. Did the drinking play a factor in Not this? just the Aston Martin, but this dude destroys billions of dollars of R&D. Yes. Billions. <laughs> Cutting edge technology <laughs> doesn't make it to the end of the movie. <laughs> No one can ever use this technology again because you just mm-hmm. destroyed a satellite, sir. Right. You know what? I'm not even talking about old James Bonds, just old James Bonds either. New James Bonds got some flaws too because he definitely was all about. I feel like his entire arc for <laughs> what one of the whole movies was like, dang, I'm really sad about. That lady I got killed. Yes! What was... That was... <laughs> uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace, yeah. But it didn't stop him with from being with another lady in that movie. In anyway. that same movie. I think he's just more worried about... <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was messed up. Moving on. <laughs> but I'm still real mad about it. But, like, you, come well, here. I feel like there's so many of those ladies, though. By the end of the movie, they're either dead or... And how do you always have sex with the enemy? I mean... You're always compromised. I feel like that's actually a... That's probably the most spy. He's he's building that relationship. (laughs) But, like, don't get your contact killed. (laughs) Always. Almost all of the women that he sleeps with get killed at some point in one of the movies. Right. Even all the way back to Goldfinger, painting people gold. Yeah. No, they're yeah. dead now because of you. Yeah, right. Sir, we could have used that contact for future information. Were you drinking again? How many <laughs> martinis shaken, not stirred did you have? A lot. Well, I have to say, I only had 14. 14? 14? 
Martinis. You blew up a satellite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, in Casino Royale, bro, you are playing with the actual government's money. This is taxpayer dollars, all right? And a lot of a it. A lot of what it. What did you do with it? I blew all of it. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Where's the money? You weren't supposed to be playing like that. You're supposed to just be getting information on this dude. Did you go all in? Yeah. You were supposed to slow play this. No. 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 James. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're not supposed to do this, dude. Look, James, I'm sorry. We got to let you go, man. <laughs> it wouldn't matter because that's his real name. They're still going <laughs> to find him. Right. And his life is terrible because if he goes and tries to get, like, an office job, Mm-mm. you know, the... The evil uh, Russian spy that was like his enemy or something, Goldeneye or whatever, is like, I'm I'm about to I'm about to get him. He he doesn't do spying no more. <laughs> Blow up this whole office park, son. Everybody gotta <laughs> <Yes>. go. <laughs> yes, man. I'm, and they're kind of sad because like their whole elaborate plans was getting James Bond in a room so that they could torture him. Which why are you torturing him? Yes. Kill him. <laughs> so, no. Just kill him. No, he was not a good spot. But then again, Man, why did you, have to, where did that come from? Where? Did we... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I had a thought about James Bond. I don't even know where the impetus for that for that thought to pop in my head was. But it was like, huh, James Bond, do you think he's good at his job? And then I stopped and thought about it, and I was like, He's supposed to be the world's best spy, but uh, you and I have just... Poked all kinds of holes in that theory. Yeah, right? Like, you know, I take it back to Winter Soldier. I mean, he didn't even... They didn't even know about him for like yes. 70 years. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, every five years, James is messing something up and getting right. captured. <laughs> He's blowing up buildings in downtown London. <laughs> Why did that building blow up? Uh... I don't know. You don't know? You're the spy. <laughs> You're supposed to have the information. Yes. Yes. It's an elaborate plot against me. You're not supposed to have plots against you. <laughs> you were the spy. You are supposed the to have spy. plots against the government. Oh, God. Or the nation. Oh. James, you're really screwing this up, sir. <laughs> I don't I don't think we can keep you on here. <laughs> You're gonna have to go. Right, here's your severance. Actually, you don't get your severance because the insurance we have to pay out to the city for you blowing up half of it is a problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me check the itinerary here. Did you jump off of a mountain with some skis and a parachute while a jet blew up? Yeah, that was that was me. Oh. I mean, that's cool as hell. I'm not going to lie. What part of the spy game is that, though? You don't see that. (laughs) (laughs) What were you doing on a snow mountain? (laughs) And why were you skiing? You're supposed to be at work, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Right. How many women did you just get killed? (laughs) Right. You were supposed to be a diplomat, at least. Mm -hmm. You know, just sitting here, getting information, talking. No one's supposed to know who you are. We gave you the 007 call sign so that we can hold on to anonymity, but everybody's over here talking about your name and what you do for a living. <laughs> Everyone knows you're a spy, which means you are no longer a spy, sir. Right. That stripper you slept with last week is out in the club talking about, I slept with a spy last week named James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Why this? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I can't give him too much credit too because he struggled with a guy that threw his hat. Yeah, he really, he really did. <laughs> he really did. Hey, man, you don't know though. That hat, you know, that was a tough hat. You know, he's a big dude too. So you watch out. <laughs> he threw his hat, and you couldn't handle it. Right. Oh God. <laughs> this guy wants to turn people into gold. Okay, but like. What about this guy that's like, aren't you supposed to be looking into whether or not the Russian government's involved in some sex trafficking or something? <laughs> what, get the, what information are you getting? What, what? How did you go from that 
to fighting this right. dude who throws a hat. Right. Why Why did we send you there, James? Because I was supposed to see if Iran was getting nukes. Okay. So why did are you, you in a volcano base right now? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get captured and taken to a volcano base? We'll see what had happened. <laughs> You know, I was sitting there, I was I was talking, you know, looking for the missiles, but then I overheard a guy talk about a volcano base, and I was like, yo, that sounds 900% cool. <laughs> I'm like, about to go look for this lab, son. Gotta find this volcano base, my guy. This sounds awesome. <laughs> Do you hear that guy say volcano base? I don't care what you do. You stop it to go find a volcano base. There's not even anything inherently evil about a volcano base. But if a guy has a volcano base, I'm going to go find it. And I'm going to find something evil to dig up on him. I don't even know what the plot would be from a volcano base. What do you, what right. you got to do? You, are, you already won, son. Right. You have a volcano lair. Chill out. And we give this volatile person that drinks way too much... And gets most of his contacts killed, uh, and also sleeps with all these women. We give this person a full-on license to kill that apparently is international. So like, it doesn't matter who Recognize he kills and the when world and over. where. Yeah, he just gets to kill, and even in space. Whether, yeah, whether he deems it appropriate or whether the government deems it appropriate or not, he gets to kill. He gets to kill. Like, he could go in to a convenience store, and they're out of Slim Jims, and he hates that. He murders everyone in the Speedway. Why did you kill everybody in this Speedway? Because y'all gave me a license to do it, and I'm going to need y'all to get all the way off my back about that. They were talking something about a volcano base, so I just felt like everybody needed to be murdered. Right. Uh, I was rocking the new Air James Bond Jordans, and this guy stepped on my shoe and scuffed him up real bad, so he had to go. He had to go. Um, his body is chopped up in a bag over there in the corner. Uh, I chopped I up in a with that. bag. Look, you didn't say how I could murder him. You right. said I could murder James, give me the badge. You know if you take this badge from me, like, I'll murder you before you take it, and no one will know, and I have the license to do so. <laughs> There's no government agency that can yeah. remove this. So once again, get all the way off my back about it. I have a watch laser that can cut you in half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dumb. Oh, well, we just yeah. poked holes in all that. That was that was mm-hmm. one of the coolest things that I grew up with was James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> gonna look at Gonna be looking at James a little bit different. Now I'm curious to watch this uh, No Time to Die when it comes yeah. out. Yeah, well. I feel like uh It's going to be somebody's friend, time to die because he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> I feel like Captain Marvel's friend who's in that movie as the new 007 call sign is going to be somehow way better at her job <laughs> than he is. <laughs> yeah, she actually got in and out and uh, no one ever knew she was Nobody there. knew her name. What's... What's her name? Uh, she's not going to tell you because she knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's actually quite confident. Oh, okay. I bet she hasn't had a guy throw a hat at her. Yeah, okay, fair point. A guy throw a hat at her. <laughs> so dumb, dude. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, guys, that is our show. <laughs> We're going to end with that. So. We're going to end with that. That is our show for today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. At LT the fifth, L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? Find the show on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you can find me at Steve L Dub on Twitter and Instagram. And thanks for all the new follows. Oh yeah. Gotta love the new follows, the new support for the show. Yeah. We're really digging uh, some of the new eyes that we're getting. And we appreciate you guys so much. And guys, if you've listened to any of our episodes or if you're listening to this one, please go like, rate, subscribe to us. 
um, you know, put us something, whether it's on Apple, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Google, Amazon, whatever, however you're listening to this, uh, please leave us a like or something. Let us yeah. know that you're there. Let us know that you're listening. And also give us tips. How can we improve? How can we make this better for mm-hmm. you? We want to know, guys. You've got to reach out to us. So, anyway, Steve, that is, like I said, our show. I guess we're yeah, going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up here. Good show, man. Good talk. Good talk, bro. Good, oh, good I did want to say this. We've had a lot of questions just about mm-hmm. the things that we talked about on our show. If you want me to ask LT a question, please <laughs> do, and I would be more than happy to ask him uh, right here on the cast. So just let us know. Can I provide a caveat? Can I provide a small caveat? I will not be accepting any more Nicolas Cage questions. Man. That is handled way back when in an episode that... I won't even go back to where that discussion. Yeah, y'all, y'all got to find it. Yeah, I don't even bring it up. I don't even bring it up because <laughs> it just shuts down the whole episode, and then he's grumpy. We don't even we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that dude. This bastard had oh, three see? more movies. See, you brought it up. It. I know, I know. I'm I'm sorry. I'm done. We're talk. We're done talking about it. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> we love you all. Good talk. Holla 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 holla. holla, holla.